0: I'm <laughs> sorry. Welcome, welcome to Planning Face Syndicate. Thank you all so much for joining me and my lovely assistant who's going to bed. Uh, Thank you so much for joining us uh, tonight for episode 28, Rebellions Are Built on Hope. Tonight we're going to be finishing up our Rebel Faction Breakdown, and we're going to be talking about a kind of cool interaction that uh, I had never thought of that we came up with in our local uh, this week, and I just wanted to kind of bring that up and present that to everybody. Uh, without further ado, let me bring in my co-host for the night, Mr. J.J. Withersbottom. How are you tonight, sir?
1: <laughs> I'm doing all right, man. Um, how was your uh, your Thanksgiving?
0: It was good. It was um, working to some extent. I didn't work on Thanksgiving, but I did work uh, before and after. Uh, I guess when you work in healthcare, you don't get days off as much as you do I work in healthcare, so... Um yeah so there's that. But other yeah, than that thankfully my Thanksgiving good... was uh mm-hmm. Go ahead.
1: So yeah I was going to say you no know, my Thanksgiving was pretty good as well. Um had uh, quite a few family gather around and uh enjoy the holiday. We got to play some new games that I actually recently acquired um board games. Uh, we had a blast then. Um try to get some X-wing off um but unfortunately just wasn't firing. But, uh, but I got to enjoy the um, the the Jank Tank um, 20 that they had over in Nickel City this this weekend. That was actually pretty fun um, just watching that.
0: Yeah, and I got to catch a little bit of that. I didn't get as much of it because I had to work that day, unfortunately. So, oh, yeah. um, you know, there's a little bit of work I had. I, I've been doing some extra freelance work to try to bring some extra money in, uh, honestly, for more X-Wing ships. Um, and because I bought a car, so I didn't want to dip into my savings so i'm trying to replenish back the money i dipped into my savings to put my down payment down um yeah but yeah we did the same thing kind of with some board games um we had it's like i always keep forgetting that there's more games than just x-wing to play right and we 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 did a quite a few different games so my uh my son my brother is really into arkham horror the card game and um we've been in we we've been playing around with buying into that and then for his birthday last summer i bought like two full expansions to play and so we've been playing through those and that was kind of fun nice and and then we also played marvel champions release the hood um upgrade pack so we played through that the first playthrough, we played on hard and with all the expert cards and my son and I got our asses handed to us. Just like the first turn. Like we had so many cards just come flying out, um, you know, and I don't, have you ever played Marvel champions before?
1: I have not. That's actually on my list to actually get, um, cause I actually like the mechanics of it and um, just seeing like all the art on it. Like I'm a huge Marvel fan and I love the artwork that I have on those cards um, so yeah that's nothing on my list to get
0: yeah and it was that was really really good we really liked those that, that game I I bought in last ironically it's only been one year because I bought in last year I believe or the year before I can't remember on Thanksgiving Black Friday it was like something where they had one of them um, where they had one of them sales at my board game store and so they were like hey here you go, Chris, why don't you, you know, you want to buy this? I was like, all right, it's like 20% off. I'll, I'll buy it, you know? And then we really liked it. Like, cause when they killed destiny, a lot of people switched to Marvel champions, but there's no competitive scene, you know? So, um, I don't know. So I've been playing around. We've, we've been playing that pretty much for ever since I bought into it. And we own all the expansions. I have a fancy little art case box that I keep all my cards in. Um, sometime when Matt's life settles down a little bit, he's going to help me um like burn an insignia into it. Like a, some, one of the Marvel insignias and then I'm going to paint it black and put like briefcase um binding on it. So it kind of looks like a briefcase. That's um, awesome. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's like the only other game I've ever gone all out and bought that many expansions for has been mansions of madness,
1: which. Oh yeah. I love yeah, that game. Yeah. Yeah. I've gotten to play that a few times. That's a fun game. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, for yeah. me, um, the other claim that I play a lot mainly with my brother, uh, mainly because I would have to travel like about an hour and a half to get like a game elsewhere is uh, Armada. Um, and we oh, recently no. got the Clone Wars expansion, which those ships just look fantastic. Um, those models by um, that FFG did were just phenomenal. I'm a huge fan of Armada. Um, sadly I don't get to play that as much as I do, um, especially with X-Wing. X-Wing is just a little more easier access in my area um to play. But um, but yeah.
0: Yeah, and I think I agree with you. I think that the the caveat to that is Armada takes longer to set up, but the probability that you switch your list up all the time is lower. You know, yeah. I've only played Armada a few times. I enjoyed it. Um, I like some of the mechanics. There's certain things about Armada I didn't I didn't like. I, I don't like that it breaks the rules of X-Wing, but I know it's supposed to. <laughs> um, yeah.
1: The move, then shoot, or yeah. the shoot, then move. Yeah, the yep. shoot, then yeah. move,
0: yeah. Yeah, I just, that part of it I'm not as big a fan of, but the part of the, the integral piece, you know, how do you come in? You get little, you get a set of swarm ships, right? So I, like, I had Interceptors. Interceptors are really good um, in the Empire faction. Uh, So I've only played one faction. Um, I'm hoping at some point I'll be able to play more, but I don't know. It's again, it's one of those things. I have one friend that plays it. It takes so long. I own nothing, and in my world, it's kind of (coughs) like so. Like him and I are going to do something over the holiday to play Armada, but other than that, like I, I don't. I play too much X-wing. I think to to invest into that game. You know.
1: to get really into it I know and and for me it's like I collect all the factions right for X-Wing and on top of that I'm collecting everything for Armada so it's like for me to like dive deep like I'm actually enjoying this lull of like no content in Armada currently right now just so I can catch up with all the last waves for X-Wing um, and then and then my wall is going to hurt whenever the next wave of Armada and X-Wing come out together because oh my gosh man it, it's a lot
0: <laughs> It it is yeah and and yeah. I almost bought into Armada before they made that announcement. And then it's like, all right, I'm not gonna do it. I just I just told my buddy, um uh Phil, I said, Hey, if there's something you don't want to buy for Armada, um if it would help, I'll pay for half of it and you can keep it at your house and you can own all of it. I, I don't want to pay full price for it, but I'll I'll pitch in on it. Um, you know, and then that gives me something to play when I come over, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just can't I don't have enough room in my house to store all of that and all of my X-Wing, you know, stuff. I have been thinking about getting that Super Star Destroyer, though, because it looks oh, amazing. Beautiful.
1: It is beautiful. Oh, yeah, that's um, that was actually a really good uh, piece um, that I that I brought because um, when I when I actually used to work in the office um, for my job, I actually used to display all of my ships um, for X-Wing, and I would swap them out like monthly. I'll display like all my X-wing ships on on my shelving unit, where I'm supposed to have like workbooks <laughs> there, and people will pass by like, "Man, that looks great!" And then I'll switch it up to Armada, and when I actually got the Super Star Destroyer um, to like model there on my shelf, man, that's like, that's just eye-catching, you know. And that's that's what's really great about miniatures games like that. It's just the detail that goes into those ships. It's just so eye-catching. And it's iconic because people come in, they recognize, oh, hey, that's Star Wars. Hey, what is this? Is this like a model? And like, actually, no, this is a game. And that starts the conversation. And I've actually gotten like a few people to actually play um, at my job because they, they were attracted to the models. So.
0: Yeah. And, and and that that makes sense. I mean, we, we actually had that a little bit um, at our local last week. We had this guy that plays d d on the same night and he stopped and, and like you could tell he's looking and, and he and, and we're. I I finally turned around. I was like, hey, you you could join us. We got like an hour before close. You can, you know, you could join and I'll explain what I'm playing or, you know, we could set a game up and, you know, I'll finish my game later. And he's like, no, I played this. And basically he played back in 1.0. And I guess whoever he played just stomped him, just like Rumpel stomped Uh, him. Yeah. And he's like, I don't want to play it because of that. And so then, you know, Corey was telling me he's like, or telling him, he's like, oh, show up early before your D&D one of these weeks. Let me know. Here's my phone number. And I will give you a list and let, you know, let you play this list and I will play some bullshit list that will not work. (laughs) Like we will purposely play some list that we know will not, you know, help you. Um, But it was neat to see some of that. We've had a couple other people stop in, you know, as well. And so what we're hoping is we get more because right now our league is between six and 10 people, you know, like last week we had tons of people show up. Um, Weirdly enough, I couldn't get a bloody league game in. (laughs) because the two league people were playing each other and it's like, all right, I'll just sit and wait for the next one and then the next person I played I'd already gotten a game with. So we did play a weird Aces high uh, version yes. though and we made up we played Aces high but with different rules right So you got to build to 125 points and you could um you could you build to 125 points and you can have two ships same faction obviously and yeah. um i played kylo and uh, it was whirlwind whirlwind world Whir- where how do you say
1: whirlwind yeah there you <laughs>
0: go um i believe i played those two um and you know you could put loaded them up with upgrades and then what we did was we had random placement of the ships so like you know how you have your hyperspace points yeah and like then you then we did random placement, which I don't know if you're supposed to do this or not, but we did random placement of which way you face, which was really fun. And then we did the road rules, which just threw everything off, you know, Like, like but it's I chaos. had uh,
1: <laughs> just chaos. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Like I had a ray on one side of the board pointed like right at my Kylo like starting game so Kylo was like all right we're running away screw it <laughs> you know? like and he's like you're gonna do that are I knew you were gonna do that and I was like yeah I want you to one shot my Kylo <laughs> you know, with your ray but you're facing right at, at me no way in heck was I gonna do that
1: yeah you shoot back and all you get is what shields yeah. right <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun I uh I actually haven't played aces high in quite some time actually um so that, that definitely is always a lot of fun when you can get quite a few people in to do aces high like that. Yeah, that's fun.
0: Uh, well, speaking of Lich, why don't we move into our system malfunction for tonight? So the first right. thing I wanted to do is I wanted to go through this list. Um, so we, there, we have a player uh, named Tori that, that we play with, right? And he loves his B-Wings. That's like his favorite thing in the whole wide world as b-wings and you're gonna notice there's an upgrade on here that you're just gonna love um so but he (laughs) but he um he almost always plays some sort of rebel b-wing list that's just that's like his jam he loves those Uh, every time for league he plays these bloody b-wings so what we've been trying to do is help him out and give him a couple different options and we stumbled upon this build out right? And so the idea behind this build out, right, is you have Dutch with the R3 can take two target locks, right? And mm-hmm. then he can pass the one off to 10-nub to whatever target he picks. You know, so whatever you think is going to be in front of 10 Jake comes in, he passes his focus off, right? Then he can, if, 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 if Jake just kind of plays behind everybody, Jake can pass a second focus off, right? So I could give a focus to Hera, And I can give a focus to 10 nub if I do it correctly, or I could give a focus to Dutch and to one of these other ships. Bray or 10 nub does the um, doesn't need the target lock. He can do if, if he doesn't get the focus from Jake, he can do a focus stress like barrel roll, right? With the upgrade. Yeah, that's right. So then he has a stress and a focus. So typically Jake is not giving him that it's only if he's not going to be able to barrel roll, Right. So if he can barrel roll, blah, 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 he's anyway, he's, you know, he's so now he has a focus and a stress and a target lock.
1: That's pretty strong. So,
0: so hold on. So so now the, the answer is, yes, you could do that. But if I already have a target lock, I got free from Dutch. I don't need to barrel roll target lock. I can target lock, or I can barrel roll focus. And now I have a stress and a focus and a target lock. Now Hera comes in last because she's six and she target locks the same damn ship you're shooting at, or whatever ship you're gonna you're gonna double tap. Because right, because um I should probably actually click on it. Oh, you probably can't see it. So we put auto blasters on, right? But but Tednub, you know, says, Oh, I could bring this up, can I? I didn't Mm -hmm. even think about that.
1: Yeah, and just scroll down.
0: I'm silly. All right, so hold on. Let me bring up the actual car. This whole time, I could have just brought these cards up. (laughs) You know, so, so with, you know, with the ability to be able to double tap, right? You now have the ability to have that target locked. You can um, spend it if you need to. Or you could just spend your focus. You could take the target lock from Hera because of the way the actions work, and and the order of operation. So, but either which way, Hera has that target lock there, just more or less, just in case. So you usually you don't use your target lock to re-roll. You have what so you have fire control for. You leave your target lock on there. You then spend it, and then after you spend it to do your double tap, you turn around and can take target lock from Hera If you need to reroll blanks and then you also have a focus or you could save it, you know, for offense.
1: Yeah, that's actually really good because with, um, with Hera being able to pass off the target lock on the second attack, assuming that you're able to actually take that second attack, Hera uh, that Hera target lock stays on, on, uh, 10 numb, which then allows him to either to, like do a, a turnaround maneuver Um, Which will give him a stress, which is another bot, and he'll still have that target lock available to him. And then um, and then Hera can still get a second target lock or or another target lock off of Dutch um if he's still in the fight and like set it up for another target, um, if the original one is 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 down, or you have another ship that you're trying to now chase. Um, so that definitely provides a lot of agency with it. Um, and the flexibility of adding Jake in there too is that that focus that you can get off of Jake can uh, set up a barrel or a focus barrel for 10 num before he moves. And then you can um, you can come in and do uh, a blue over to clear and then possibly just like set up an evade if you have your foils closed, uh, just depending on the situation. And you, you have a lot of flexibility on what tokens you can take um, because you can always sacrifice the double tap, assuming that you know that you're not going to have the bullseye um, for um, for auto blaster, or if it's range three, and um, just take that abate token, which is going to let you guarantee that one result at range three from a shot that's coming into you, and still have um, mods on offense all around. Um, so yeah, that's actually a fairly strong um, like combination there.
0: Yeah. So I don't think it's broken. Broken. I mean, I think Harris kind of so a little broken. But I mean, like to me, this is really good. Like to me, this feels really good. So, on the positive side, I don't have to face it this week for Lee because I've already played uh, Tori, (laughs) and I don't have to face this. So, on the negative side, or on the second positive side, Tori has to face the guy that's three and zero, and I'm hoping he can win um, this week because of that. But we'll see, because then because I'm one, I'm one and one right now. Or no, I'm two and one right now in the league, and if that guy loses and then I win this week, it puts us even. So, yeah. All right. Do so you want to move on to? Yeah, the... let's
1: go. Let's go into our faction breakdown for the rebellion here. Uh, so last week we covered quite a few uh, different ships. Uh, we covered the, the RZ1A wing for Nobby specifically for you. We love you, Nobby. Uh, we did the B wing. Uh, we covered uh, the ARC-170, we also covered the, uh, let me take a look at my ships here. We, we did quite a few last week, uh, the E-Wing there. Um, so we're going to start off today with the HWK-290 Light Freighter Support Class. Um, really solid support ship for the Rebels. Um, you definitely see this a lot more often now, um, particularly because of the hair interaction with one of the pilots. Uh, but before then, the, uh, the HWK did make it onto a lot of different lists because its ability to be a really solid support piece um, in most of Rebellion uh, crews or, or Rebellion squadrons and builds. Um, because it has the access to the Moldy Crow title um, on the Rebellion, it does have the ability to carry on those two focuses, which um, can, depending on which model you use, can be really good to provide that as an extra uh, modification to another ship or um, it makes it easier for you to uh, still have a really solid attack while supporting another ship um, that is um, within your firing arc there. Now, the low health on it, it only has two shields and three hull. It does prevent it from being an effective frontline attacker, kind of like a B-wing would uh, that has a lot higher health, or like an A-wing that has three agility. With the two agility on it and less uh, health than a T-65 X-wing, it does have trouble um, staying... Alive if you taking more than one shot, uh, but if you're able to keep it in the back and give other targets a better priority for it, they're um, they're they're a solid support piece for your for your your list there. Now the first one that we're going to take a look at here is Kyle Katarn um, here in the Hwk. Uh, It reads, during the start of the engagement phase, you can pass off a focus token to a friendly in your firing arc. If you have Moldy Crow, that allows you to pass it either through your front firing arc or through your side turret arc um, for one of your friendlies that are in that. Um, Tokens are always, always really, really good um, overall for your list because having those mods, whether on offense or on defense, is really, really solid. Um, a basic list here um, for this particular ship using just the Rubble Conversion Kit, which currently right now, this is the only way to get um, the, the access to this particular ship. And of course, a 1.0 model, um, if you do have it or if you can find one. Um, Kalkatarn using the Jin Urso Crew, which allows you to change one of your focus tokens that you receive to Invade. Um, that allows you to be much more flexible with that single token. If you feel that your ship is going to take multiple shots that you're going to support, you can pass off that focus token to a ship and use Jun UrsO to convert it over to a Vade token. Uh, really, really strong um, uh, effect there for your squad, especially if you can combine this with Hera, uh, the pilot in the B-Wing or the A-Wing, which then she can pass it off to another ship whenever they're attacking or defending. Uh, really, really solid um, upgrade there now i would also add an engine upgrade for this mainly because you do want to keep the ship as um, or this particular pilot as a support piece and engine upgrade allows you to hopefully arc dodge or keep your friendly ships in arc while you're trying to get around and making sure that you're not taking too much direct fire while still passing off tokens if you still have them hopefully uh, with moldy crow and that really helps you uh, maintain the fight the other reason for that is that the dial on the ship does not have any natural K-turns or sloops, which help it, like, turn around. Um, so having that, um, that extra boost to help you do a hard maneuver the next turn helps you stay in the fight longer if you can try to circle around using the hard uh, hard turn and boost uh, to keep your ship um, in the fight longer. The next pilot that we have here is Rourke Garnett. Um, this, his ability allows you to choose a friendly ship in your firing arc and have it engage at initiative seven. Now we saw this particular uh, pilot come in um, early on in 2.0 in addition with Dash Rendar. Um, back then the interaction allowed Dash Rendar to shoot at initiative seven as well as Han Gunner. Um, since then that particular combo has been broken, but it is really nice to get this in to have a low initiative ship engage first. Um, one of the, ships that I like to run with this is actually um, Captain Rex in the TIE Fighter for the the Rebellion, mainly because his ability allows the... Uh, kind of like a deplete, a deplete effect um, for a ship that he's attacking on. And uh, that could be a really nice effect to help keep your ships healthy. Other than that, if you have a really big gun work on it, it's really good to ensure that that ship is going to shoot first all the time. And you could possibly delete a ship early on, even an enemy ace that's initiative six um, that could possibly die from like a big attack like that. Now, as so, a support piece. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, hold on.
0: So I'm going to interrupt your, your rant. Um... Sure. <laughs> so, why do you think we don't see Roark? is it just because they get take, They could get. I, I've, I've only played a year in competitive x yeah. but I sure as hell have not ever seen this ship played.
1: The reason why it fell out of popularity is because there were better options um, for it at the time the Rourke um combo with uh, Han Solo Gunner uh, for the Rebellion was really good because you could essentially double tap at Initiative 7, which was incredibly, incredibly powerful. Um, since then, because the interaction was nerfed from uh, FFG at the time um, to allow just the on, uh, only one uh, shot to be allowed at Initiative 7, they. Um, the, it reduced its effectiveness. So because of its cost, it ended up making Kyle Katarn more favorable or Jan Orr's more favorable because for the points that you're investing, you're getting either a stronger shot or extra mods. Um, and that's mathematically a little bit better than just shooting at a higher initiative. Now, if you're able to get double modded at that point at initiative seven, yes, it can be strong, but more you get more certainty out of the other two pilots.
0: Okay. And I just wonder cuz it, it it just seem it just seems like you would not not have seen I I, I don't know. If, if it was really good you'd think you would see it. And I guess can you take Rorik with um Biston Gunner and uh,
1: Again, yeah, you could. You could take Rorik with uh, with Biston and get a double tap out the um out of that. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So um, the other thing to, admit, uh, to note here is that the does not um, work with Swarm Tactics um, since this happens after the, I believe the step for Swarm Tactics happens before Rorik's ability would happen. Um, so it doesn't combo there. So um, for, and uh, uh, Nickel City, just to clarify, Bistan on the ship that is uh, being used uh, for the ability. Um, works ability. So, like, let's say you had a Millennium Falcon that had the stand gunner, and you work that particular ship. If they still have the focus after their initial attack, they can, um, do a double tap there. Yeah. So, (laughs) yeah. So, uh, the last one that we have here is Janors. Um, Janors is a very solid support pilot at Initiative Five for the HWK. Um, its ability allows it to take a stress if it's not stressed already to add a red die to a friendly that's shooting, uh, that's in its arc. Um, if you do this on some of the bigger ships that can punch really hard, maybe like the VCX or the YT-2400, you now have five die shot uh, naturally before you start adding in things like trick shot um, that can increase it to possibly six dice. And it is a very, very powerful ability if you can trigger it off um, consistently every turn. Um, one of the upgrades I like to put on the on Janors Is the num, just so you have that flexibility of more blue turns um, for that particular chassis, and engine upgrade of course to uh, keep up with the rest of your squads if you're running more uh, agile ships or if you're trying to art, art dodge. Um, at initiative five, it is a very solid ship because with the three die gun that you get from Moldy Crow, you can punch in pretty hard as well yourself as Janoris and um become a pretty solid asset if you're still able to um become an effective attacker and possibly help take out a ship that was already hit pretty hard from jan Ors ability
0: yeah and i think you know i think without that moldy curl title i think some of these hawks lose their power right yeah and absolutely I, I think that's like the big win-win here for you know for this ship is is that specific Title and it's 16 points So you know you are investing In that ship you know I think This Jan is a 65 point Jan You know that's yeah. almost As much as a Kyle
1: Exactly yeah and it's Mainly a support ship at that too right Because you're you're still only rolling To evade dice And you yes you'll have Hopefully during your initial engagement two focus tokens to rely on on offensive Defense but once that goes, then your effective your effectiveness goes down as well. Um, so it, it does suffer from that. So
0: yeah, unless you put stealth device. And then you have three. <laughs> that's dice, three yeah, that's here. true.
1: <laughs> and it's if you right. have a a gen Ursa around to start, you know, adding on evade tokens on top of that, yeah, yeah, that could be good.
0: <laughs> so before we move, because we're this is the last pilot in this 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 uh ship, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So before we move on to the next faction, it have has two hawks in this faction ever been something you would put on the board?
1: Uh, Janors and Rourke actually, I would put together or Calcatarn and um, and Janors. mainly because having either an additional mod um, and rolling an additional dice um, using the hawk's ability is really good. The only problem is the cost and actually setting up, because you can have both Hawks with multi Crow. So you have to pick and choose which mod you want consistently. In my case, I would probably have multi Crow on Kyle, just so you have a wider range of passing off tokens. And hopefully just keep Jan in the back at Initiative 5 and have other ships move in front of her. Um, so that way you can hopefully keep her keep them in the arc. But then you start running into that piece of like, you know, if they have to turn or like boost away, then you you have trouble keeping up with that ship that's more maneuverable than Jan. Gotcha. Yeah. So uh, the next ship on our list here is the modified YT-1300, um, known by a lot of people in the community as the Millennium Falcon um a great great multi-role fighter it can fill a lot of different uh roles in your list um every pilot on there has a different use that you can really build out for um this is a ship that has a lot of uh a lot of different upgrade slots that you can add on for a crew modifications or talents and it is a fantastic ship with a lot of great base abilities uh focus target lock rotate boost actions um, and this helps you really move around the board. It styles pretty solid, um, although it doesn't have any slow turn blue maneuvers. Um, you can still get around that um, by adding different crew that add on, um, like better better maneuvers for your ship to get unstressed, or you could just mitigate that by having passive bonds. Um, currently, right now, you can get this by getting the uh, 2.0 expansion pack that's available, or if you're able to find the Hotshots and Aces pack, you can find the Leia pilot card on there, or sometimes you can find people just selling just that card by itself. She is a a very good pilot for this particular platform. Um, The first one that we can look at here is the Initiative 6 Ace Han Solo. Very iconic pilot. He reads uh, whenever you roll dice, if you're near, uh, if you're ranged 0 to 1 of an obstacle, you can reroll those dice, and it does not count as a modification. Now, a lot of people just use that usually for attack or defense for that, but that also works for whenever you're going over a rock or if you're rolling for abilities that require dice um, for it, namely the Lando crew um, or the R2-D2 crew that helps you regen shields. Um, The Han Solo ability would work for that, and it is a really great um, ability to have for those um, those particular upgrades as it helps... Uh, control, or give you a better chance of getting the the desired uh, results that you want on your dice for you. Um, Using just the basic builds here, uh, this would be again just a core set, the YT-1300 expansions and the Hotshots and Aces pack, I'm, I'm taking the liberty of adding that in there. Uh, for this particular uh, basic build up for this, I have Han Solo with Agile Gunner, which allows him to rotate the arc as he needs at the end of the engagement. R2D2 Crew, which allows him to regenerate a shield if he's um, if he's damaged. Uh, Land of Carvajian, which allows him to roll two um, two green dice to get whatever results it rolled. Um, so that gives you the possibility of either adding having two focuses or two evades or one of either, and uh, and that's a really good way to get mods. And then the Millennium Falcon title, which allows you to re-roll defense dice as long as you are uh, have an evade token. So that is a really fantastic way of re-rolling your defense twice. And then if you still don't get uh, an evade result, you can use your evade token and still get the evade. Um, really, really great way to keep him tanky and keep him like very elusive and it gets even better when you consider if you could take your shots behind an obstacle at range three he gets very very hard to to kill
0: is there a reason you don't have trick shot on here
1: it is actually not available in the core set or in the millennium Falcon pack or in hot shots and aces
0: yeah
1: yeah but if you
0: trick shots the other one that you usually like when i run han i run han with trick shot
1: yeah exactly if you happen to have a buddy that has an additional trick shot upgrade card and you're able to get that uh he is definitely uh that is, he's definitely a great candidate for that just because he's always wanted to flying around rocks um and of course there are also better crew than lando Calrissian um that you'll get eventually like in the in the uh, rope conversion kit or with other packs that you get um but just using these um base upgrades if you're just using the the most cost effective way to get access to this particular ship this is a pretty solid build um to use with the the cards that come with those packs there so the other pilot that we have here is the initiative five pilot Orlando Carizian. carisian um, his ability allows him to uh, after he executes a uh, fully executes a blue maneuver he can choose a friendly ship at range zero to to two to allow them to take a friendly action. Um, so he can choose himself or choose a friendly, um, and then after he performs that particular action, then he himself can take an action himself um, during his standard activation step. This absolutely um, helps him to be a great support piece when he needs to, or he can double mod himself whenever he needs to. Now, a, a staple to this particular ship is Num because it adds the three bank and the one bank blues on his dial which greatly extends out his ability um he can go slow if he needs to fly behind other ships to provide actions or in a pinch he can like get out of dodge and really like go across board flying and give himself the actions that he needs now with this particular build that i made um i took into account having the hot shots and aces pack, which has the k2so uh crew which allows him to uh give a calculate either to himself or to another ship for stress. And since he wants to do blue maneuvers anyway, he can clear off that stress and then get two further actions after that. This maximizes his um, his ability really, really well. And it um, it gives him that passive mod if he needs it to assign it to himself. Now, with this particular build that I set up, I have homie missiles on there with Han Solo crew and Neem Dum. Um Now... The, way, the reason why you have this setup up is that with Han Solo, uh, the Han Solo gunner, I should say, it allows him to shoot out of his turret arc first at initiative seven. Then at initiative five, he gets his standard attack because the Han Solo uh, gunner is a bonus attack. At initiative five, he can then fire his ordinance, assuming he has them in an arc, and still get that extra shot there. Um, they At that point, if they still have mods, they can either take the extra damage, which is okay. Or if they want to risk it, they're going to get four dice shot at them from the missiles. So this helps them have a passive double tap whenever he needs it and uh, makes him a real threat, I think. So uh, going on to the next pilot that we have here, Initiative 5 as well, Leia Organa which allows her to provide a friendly at range zero to three after the, um, they execute a red maneuver. She can spend a force to allow them to take a focus token. Um, really great um, really great ability there to help support those aces that want to stay in the fight and be um, be more knife fighters and still provide them that passive mod. I personally like to run her a lot with uh, Jack Porkins because of his ability to um, do the K turn. It's a, a red maneuver. He gets a focus, then he can roll, possibly shed that stress uh, with no consequences, and then still take a normal action. Um, that's a very solid pie to do. So also, I bet stem on the ARC One Seventy is another great ship to roll with Leia because they can take more advantage of that particular ability. Um, I do like to run her with Instinctive Aim and Holy Missiles as well as Han Solo because she can ignore the requirements for. Um, four homing missiles using instinctive aim and uh, also to get that double tap potential just like uh, the lando pilot i had previously and um also having the millennium falcon title so she can be a little more defensive as well helps her get that re-roll if she takes an evade action and um and hopefully keep a lot of health
0: yeah, i think one of the downsides to her though is is there's only one force yeah exactly it's, it's a little weird to me but that to me, that's the downside of that whole thing. Yeah. One force, not being able to do much uh with it. Um, this is yeah. this is also a pretty fat layer. Um
1: yeah, it is. It definitely is. Yeah.
0: This is an expensive layup. <laughs> definitely.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I typically I like to run her a little more leaner. Um, if I was trying to fill out a, like a more appropriate list, but if I'm learning for the first time or i'm just trying to get this on the kitchen table and just trying to see what she can do definitely a solid way to to build her out that way
0: yeah. um i do like the homie missile instinctive vein mm-hmm. thing to some extent you know i i guess i've never thought about putting homie missiles and instinctive vein in instinctive i mean it's essentially it's a free hit with your yeah. home or twice that you get to do twice you know yeah. so unless people are stupid enough to let you roll against it which by the way, new players, uh, don't make that mistake uh, that you're going to let people roll those dice, even even if all they have is a target lock. I made that mistake way too many times. And uh, yeah, ask Matt that about that.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, it's... Yeah. Uh, anytime you get to roll red dice against your opponent, you more than likely you're gonna have a pretty good chance to get some damage through. Um, especially with four dice. Uh, yeah, there's those times where you have nights where your your dice roll bad, but you always have a higher probability of punching in damage than you have of evading that damage. Uh, green dice have a lower chance overall of actually rolling any type of paint versus red dice.
0: Yeah, with it not. was a, a fifth brother. You know, cause fifth brother can spend the two force, right? and then mm-hmm. add that extra crit and yeah. um so it was like shit i'm gonna take two under the you know i have no shields up they so am gonna take two i'll take the chances and then they hit two crits and one hit then it was even worse
1: oh yeah yeah it's nasty absolutely um so the last uh the last ship i have here is chewbacca uh which allows him to um to flip a, a uses charge to prevent a hang on let me pull his actual ability up and read it correctly here
0: so it says before you would be dealt a face-up damage card you may spend one energy to be dealt that card face down face yeah. down instead
1: fantastic thanks um so yeah so his ability definitely allows him to be a lot more tankier more crit resistant Um, from incoming shots, uh, which makes him survive a lot longer. And then on top of that, he is a three-die gun, Um, and if he's able to get into the mix and start punching damage, you're going to have a hard time taking him down, and you're going to end up taking a lot of damage back. Um, For him, because of his ability, I do consider him more of a brawler-type pilot versus like Leia or Lando or Han who want to keep on the flank and kind of fly around your list. chewbacca just wants to be in the mix in the center and try to take on as much of your list as possible allowing your aces to kind of surround your list and go in there that's what chewbacca is really good for because he's going to stay in the fight longer so for that keeping that in mind the way i built him out here is composure um which in the event that you're trying to boost and to get in a good block but you don't make it quite um just quite um, Composure allows you to uh, get that, uh, that focus token. Um, I did make an error on here because I meant to put um, engine upgrade instead of shield upgrade, but, um, but that is something that you can change on there. Um, Agile Gunner to help him rotate his arc, really, really important, especially when you're in the scrum and you are constantly getting blocked. Um, Agile Gunner at least helps you rotate that arc to wherever you need it, so that way you can continuously keep time on target even while you're getting blocked. Um, and then Lay Organa to help keep those, um, those turnaround maneuvers uh, white. And it also helps out the rest of your list. And then Informant, uh, which allows you to select the ship. And as long as you're range zero to two of that ship, you can see their maneuver. And you can hopefully set up Chubapa to either block that ship to prevent actions, or you can outmaneuver that ship and hopefully get a really good shot either on their flank or on the side. Informant really helps you um, with that and whole upgrade. Easy upgrade to add on to Chewbacca since he wants to prevent those crits. And the more hole you have, the more chances you have of using that ability in the long run. So um, the next ship that we're going to go on here uh, is another support class ship that we have. is the Sheetha Peach Shuttle um, for the Rebellion. Um, Currently, right now, you can only get that right now in 2.0 in the Ghost Expansion Pack that comes with the VCX. Um, If you do have a 1.0 model, you can convert it using the Rubber Conversion Kit as well. It is a small base ship. Um, It is a support ship mainly. It does have a front and rear arc that can shoot. Um, The stat line is pretty decent. uh, Two dice in the front, two, uh, two in the back with four hole and one shield, so five health total. Um, while it's not a great attacker it definitely has a really great uh, selection of pilots there and it also has a white coordinate action which is fantastic for the rebellion just having a cheap ship that can just coordinate and provide actions to your other ships um, it can also be a crew carrier as well mainly for like leia for instance um, that can really take advantage of that so um, starting well, what? hold on.
0: I say I think the other advantage, too, is the docking part. Right. So while you're docked yeah. with the ghost, it allows you to give that ship a white cord.
1: Yes, that's right. The um, the ability to coordinate um, early with the ghost with this docked is really strong um, prior before the the changes to composure. Um, This is something that I ran personally a lot because you uh, before with the Hera VCX, you can dock AP5 with it, take an early calculate, and if there's nobody at range 2, you could fail, get a free uh, focus, then during your regular activation phase, get a reinforce if you needed. So that was a nice way to always constantly have that mod on Hera. But with the new changes to composure, you can no longer do that. But still, if you know that you're going to get bumped, and you want to get uh, or you know another ship is going to get bumped having that um that early coordinate to either reposition a ship to prevent the bump or make sure that they have a mod um is really strong while it's not definitely so looking at the first pilot here uh ap5 initiative one his ability allows him to coordinate a ship um and even if they're stressed if they have exactly one stress token as well a fantastic fantastic ship to have on your squad uh, because it basically ignores that stress um portion of um uh, the for coordinating normally when you coordinate another ship if they're stressed they cannot perform an action ap5 gets around that allowing him to still provide that action to another friendly ship and giving them that that um that important action that they need be a boost barrel focus target whatever you need and um and then they clear their stress on their turn and take an additional action assuming that they can um fantastic ship to have um, also having the The red uh, one straight backwards maneuver, um, making him an effective blocker at initiative one as well. It's really strong. I usually pair him with just R4 astromech to help him clear that stress after the reverse maneuver, and he's good to go. Um, Doesn't need anything else beyond that. The next one that we have is Zebraleos, which allows him to cancel critical results before hit results. Uh, Really solid ship to just maintain in the field, uh, make him a little resistant to... Uh, to critical effects um, that would normally burn down a ship or cripple the ship, um, he can really um, like evade that type of uh, of those damages, making him a pretty good uh, choice to have Leia on him. Um, you this he can get a little expensive with his particular basic builds with Leia and hull upgrade, um, but he is going to be difficult to burn down, especially if he gets that mod off. Um, just the ability to take out those crits it guarantees that you're going to um, usually dodge those direct hits or those um, those panic pilots that could come in and really mess up your efficiency on this particular ship for coordinating um, and staying alive. So the next pilot that we have here, uh, Ezra Bridger on the sheet the p shuttle, um, his ability allows him to um, to change a to focus results either on offense or defense spending a force if the ship is stressed. Now because his, um, his native actions don't allow him to get stressed, um, the only way to really allow him to get stressed is if you have an ability that allows him to uh, get a stress using an action. Bayes balance Biss is a pretty good way to do that. Uh, Bayes reads that uh, while you perform a focus action, if you have enemies at make sure to one of you. You can um, get an additional focus for every ship that's around you or every additional enemy ship that's nearby you, um, and you perform it as a red focus. So that is a good way to have double, uh, double focuses or even possibly triple focuses if you have a lot of enemies around you, and then you can use Azure's ability for even more mods. It is a little bit of overkill because you're already getting extra focuses anyway, but if you have any way to transfer that out using any other, other type of abilities, um, that is a pretty good way to do. get him heavily modded. Um, base Malibus and, um, and R4 Astromech, uh in the mix, he's a, a pretty solid ship to get in there, get stressed, and then clear it out the next turn. And then lastly, the uh, the next pilot that we don't see very much of, uh, the Fenrau. Is he too pricey? <laughs> he is absolutely way too pricey uh he is an initiative six pilot here for the rebellion uh, his ability allows him to choose an enemy ship in his fiery arc when he engages um if they're not stressed or if he is not stressed he can take a stress token and if he does uh, the ship that he is targeting cannot spend uh, tokens to modify dice while it performs an attack during that phase so this is a really really good way to shut down enemy aces or enemy ships to prevent them from using tokens and um, and possibly doing some damage in the process if he's shooting at them. Um, he is very expensive. Um, he comes in at I believe 54 points um, base before you put in any upgrades and at the uh
0: no at, I think he, I I oh well, you know I guess I can look it up right.
1: and pull it up here. Cheat the bead. I'm sorry, 47. I'm thinking yeah. the of old, the old points. Uh, even with that points reduction, that's still about a quarter of your list before you put in any upgrades and he's only a two-die gun. Uh, I mean, yes, the I-6 coordinate can be pretty strong because you have pretty good information of where everybody is at that point, but I think you can invest your that amount of points wisely in other ships that can probably do a little bit more, honestly. Namely, like a hawk. So.
0: I, I personally do not like Ben in this build. I don't think he does anything. <clears throat> really, you're just paying for that i6. That's, that's it.
1: Yeah, the i6 coordinate, I think, is probably the, the best use of him for that. His ability can be okay, um, assuming that you can reliably get your opponent in your arc constantly and not be stressed. Um, R4 Astromech does definitely help him out in those cases. But beyond that, I think you're probably better off just investing your points in other ships or other pilots, I would say. so. Yep. Absolutely. So going to the next ship that we have on here, this is the most probably iconic ship. It's the namesake of the entire game. The T-65 X-Wing um, It's an Assault Fire class type ship. Um, you can find this easily in the core set that the game comes with. Um, also, the T-65 X-Wing expansion pack, which carries different pilots than the core set. And then, of course, the Soul Renegades um, expansion pack as well, carries uh, different X-Wing pilots there as well, if you're able to find that particular um, expansion pack. Um, definitely very iconic. Um, you see this in um, the original trilogy. Um, these are the ships that the good guys like go in, blow up the Death Star, and get out. Um it does really, really reliable damage with three attack dice. Um, can be a little bit tanky with four hull and two shields and two evade dice. Um, having the S-foils, that uh, gives it that option to be more maneuverable and more aggressive with the boost action. And then natively have the barrel action to reposition as needed or the focus and target lock action. Uh, this is a staple for the Rebellion. Um, you still see a lot of play with the C-65x swings because it is very dependable. Um, with his um, with his actions and the pilots are also very very good. Um, so going down the list for this, the first one we'll take a look at. This one is from the Sauls Renegades pack, Levantenza. Um, her ability reads: After you perform a barrel or boost action, you may perform a red evade action. Uh, you actually flew this against me uh, earlier this week. Um, what do you think of it?
0: Uh, I for an I three. I don't think I kitted it out like that, but for an I three, I did like it. Uh, for the free evade, um, I'll be honest. I didn't use it all the time, but I do think being able to give yourself that option to get that evade versus coming in hard, um, is good. And, And the point value for her is very reasonable. She's a very reasonably priced X wing for that point value. Um, you almost have to put that astromech on her i didn't because i didn't have that astromech so um i had what three four maneuvers i could do to clear stress i think yeah exactly
1: yeah having r4 on it opens up that dial a lot to take advantage of that ability more reliably and i added predator on there just in case you know you happen to catch somebody in that bullseye just having that passive mod um for for attack um, and you have the evade for defense helps out and keeps her in the game longer, um, so that's why I typically tend to like try to add it on in these particular ships because they have to the barrel or uh, boost actions which you're going to reliably take most of the time to um, to trigger her ability when you can, right? So um, <clears throat> the next ship that we have here is Etrio Two Tubes. Here, um, his ability reads: uh, well when you before you activate, if you are focused, you may perform an action. Um, now, he does need a little bit help to get that ability off, as he cannot do this ability by himself naturally. Um, the only way to get um, a focus onto him is if it's coordinated to him from another ship, uh, namely like an I-1 AP-5 or another Initiative 2 ship uh, with benthic two tubes on the U-Wing can do, can pass off that focus over to him, which allows him to take a separate action, um, which... Actually, for his particular ship, you can um, end up double modded. You can take that second action into a target lock if you need to, or you can barrel into position if you need to. Um, if he has a supporting ship that can provide him that focus to give him that extra action, he can be a pretty solid support piece or at least a closing piece because engage in initiative two, you're usually shooting at other ships that don't have mods already. And um, if you happen to catch him in arc, He's going to be a really reliable ship to help finish the the ship if the if they can't get away. So he can be a pretty good ace. He just needs that extra help. Yeah. So
0: it, he's he, not. He's definitely not my favorite at all.
1: Yeah. No. No. Not at all. I, I would probably choose Lee Van Tenzel or Edger Two Tubes usually. Yep. So uh, going over to our next one here, we have Colby Spirato, Um here, also from the Sol's Renegades pack. Uh, the ability reads here, after you perform a barrel roll or boost action, you may flip your equip S-foils upgrade card. Now, um, with this particular ship, I actually used this quite a bit um, after the new the new resistance pack came out with, um, with Backspin tail Tailslide, uh, which works on the T-65 X-Wing, uh, which helps you go over obstacles when you barrel roll. Um, or boost. Try that out for a little bit just to see if it was good. Um, can be. It has its uses, but honestly, um, you don't need to buy that pack just for that upgrade um, because just with this build, this is much more effective anyway. Um, I did equip it with Contraband Cybernetics, so that way if you happen to do a K-turn or a Talon roll, you can end up uh, boosting if you have your s closed, and then get into position, and then open them to hopefully get a range one shot. Um, really good ship to just close your S-foils all the time when you activate. Uh, you can focus boost and then open up the S-foils whenever you need to and then rinse and repeat as you need to with R4 Ashramic, which helps you clear the blues more consi- or clear the stress with the blues more consistently, making it an effective I-4 attacker.
0: Yeah, for me, I think the only thing with this ship is the the uh, the fact that if you make a mistake, if you want to flip them close, you can. Like, like I've done that before. Yeah. Like, you know how many times I've gone in? And like, oh shit, I forgot to, I forgot to, you know, flip my ass foils, and this ship allows me to do that.
1: Yeah. But then exactly. I
0: always think I can do it with the other ships, and then I get pissed off.
1: <laughs> yeah, this this one definitely has a higher ceiling uh, for for learning it because you're constantly flipping the foils back and forth all the time, um, and you have to rely on memorizing the order in which it 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 happens to make it really effective. But if you're able to get time into the ship, um, it is a sleeper for the rebellion. Honestly, I think the ship has a lot of um potential because the focus boost um economy on this ship kind of makes it like a pseudo fang fighter um and you can really get in there into the fray and open up your foils for a good uh, a good attack at range one if you need to um or even just to keep people in arc um that makes it really really a good chaser for it so so um the next fighter we'll look at here is going to be jack porkins here in the x-wing um definitely one that i like to run quite a bit his ability reads after you receive a stress token you may roll one attack die to remove it on a hit result you suffer one damage um, this is one similar to Ibats them in the arc 178 that i like to put elusive and chopper on him uh, because uh after he performs a red maneuver he can flip the elusive charge to um, to get it back active and Chopper can eat that particular charge to recover a shield, so this gives him a passive region with no uh, weapons disabled effect for it. A really, really fun ship to fly. Um, if you're lucky, it'll never you'll never take a damage um, when you're using the ability. Um, but if you're unlucky, well, you know, sometimes you can't hold it. Right. <laughs>
0: yeah, this this is my favorite X-wing to fly outside of Luke. So i, I yeah. like i like jack um and maybe it's because i'm not the guy that wants to run the whole synergy thing like it's not as much my play style because i usually screw something up um so jack is like allows you, uh, my play style blends closer to this x-wing than any of the other ones uh, other yeah. than but luke's just you know it's so
1: yeah exactly yeah He's, uh, he's definitely a lot of fun. I think he might be the most beginner friendly um, for most uh, for most newer players coming in the game because it does give you that possibility of, well, I mean, you can always remove the, the focus or the stress, I should say, but um, And, you know, you just have that that possibility of taking the damage for it. But, you know, it's just fun to try to just constantly do those maneuvers and and see how far you can push it with that particular chassis. Uh, Jack is definitely a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And we were talking about that Arkham horror game earlier. Right. And there's a card in there. There's a gambling card in the green color that you get. And my brother hates it. He hates when I run that card. But I do, and it's it's gambling because you you know like that's how you get resources. And if you get lucky and pull the correct tokens out of the bag, you get resources. If you pull, uh, not enough because they have like it's like a blackjack card, and each token is worth x amount of points. And like just like blackjack, and you have to come between nineteen and twenty one to get resources for free. So this ship is like my, you know, it's 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 my um gambling ship. That's what I call it.
1: Yeah, absolutely, yeah. So um, so moving on to the next ship that we have here on the list, uh, we're going to go with uh, Trays. actually, I think, is the next one that we have on here. Um, his ability allows him to uh, pass off a token, a focus token, after he spends it to a friendly ship at range 1 to 3, um, and then that ship can essentially gain that focus token that he spent um, on his uh, either while defending or attacking whatever he spends that focus token a really really great support chip Um, this allows him to really uh, um, make more effect or more use of that one focus token um, both on offense and defense to allow other ships to take more advantage of it Um, for me i'd like to try to use it as much as i can um, especially in a support type or like a synergy type list um, namely like a hero list or running him with jake which would allow him to get that focus token out of his turn and then allowing him to either spend his action to either get a target lock to get ordinance off mainly protons torpedoes. i would like to equip him with um, or a barrel roll to get into position and um, and then giving him the opportunity to spend the focus um i usually like to equip him with ordinance because of that because i tend to run them in those type of lists um, that rely on synergy where he can get the focus token from another source and then pass it on constantly. Um, he's also a really good uh, ship to have with Hera because Hera can pass him that focus token uh, while he's engaging. He can spend it and then essentially pass it right back to Hera if he needs to. Um, and that that really um, can be a really, really strong piece in any rebel list.
0: Yeah. Um, Target right. priority, do not go after Gavin until is yeah. dead exactly
1: yeah so um so yeah so he's uh, and he's cheaper than running um a lot of the other ships namely like Luke and Wedge uh, and you can run him in a four ship list um just by himself with no upgrades and he's still very effective um for his ability so the next ship we'll look at here is the initiative 5 pilot uh Thane Kyrell um his ability allows him to spend a focus hit or crit result like at the defender's face down damage cards choose one, and expose it. Now, what makes him particularly effective here is that ability can um, trigger certain modified step uh, phase of your of the dice while you're attacking. So if you are attacking a ship that already has a lot of damages, you can look at all those damage cards and choose whichever one you want to trigger. Um, it could be a um, a direct hit, which could you know potentially wipe out that ship before... Um, dice even matter Um, or you can trigger a structural damage which allows the enemy ship to roll less debate dice Um, or you if you need to pin down a really really difficult ace to pin down you can probably uh trigger a um the the ion crit i'm i'm It escapes my mind right now, but the ship that allows him to, or uh, that has the enemy ship take an eye on whatever it engages um, to keep them uh, pinned down with that particular status effect. He has a lot of great use. Yeah, there we go. Disable power regular. Thank you, Nabi. So um, he has a lot of great uses. Um, I actually ran him quite a bit. Um, I managed to actually... Um, use him extensively with wedge because wedge can punch in uh, damage reliably with his ability and then thing can come in and just use his ability his um his ability does not rely him on rely on him constantly punching in damage he can just if he has a battle roll where he rolls like blank blank focus you can spend that focus and possibly trigger one of those crits and he is effective he's super effective he's probably one of the most underutilized pilots in the rebellion and at his cost, he's he's very, very cheap and can um, run very basically with the Predator for passive reroll if you need it or with no upgrades whatsoever. And he can still be very, very effective with that ability.
0: Yeah, too bad they didn't have a sensor slot because then he can run fire control <clears throat> on him and oh, that yeah. would be even better. Oh, yeah. But they don't get those.
1: Yeah. I think he's his ability is better than Marrick Steel, uh, which could be a comparable... Um, a comparable type ability for the Empire, uh, mainly because he can choose the, sh- the damages that's already assigned to the ship and trigger it, whereas Marek has to rely for the crit to actually get through the defense step to then trigger one out of the three possible crits that could be assigned to an enemy ship. Um, I think that he has probably a, a little more reliability in uh, triggering his effect.
0: Yeah, I think the other thing, too, that you could put on here is missile right you know like a lot of people will run thing naked but if you could put missiles on and then, then you don't have to be at range one to do this right and it it's just an attack the nice thing about this whole thing it's as an attack so you do whatever you want when you put missiles on them um i would not put protons on them but that's just me but APTs?
1: Yeah, APTs or plasmas even, um, yeah. or ion, actually. Ion, if you um, if you have one too many results that you don't need, you can just spend one of those results and get it hopefully on an the hit and an ion through.
0: Yep. That's and actually if you, really effective. And if you want to make him the target priority, you could put R3 in a missile set, right? That makes even more, uh, even bigger of a difference, because that R3 allows him to have two locks, and then he can pick who he wants to shoot. It gives him more options to, to flip crit cards. Yeah. And again, I would not put pro protons. I would, I would put, yeah, either plasmas or an APT or something. Um, but you're, you're, it's putting him at risk then that's the, 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 he, he goes from like a standard, like 45, 46 points to, you know, over 50 points for that ship. But, that's what the rebels are i i prefer um i do prefer to put missiles and r3s on him but that's just me if i'm going to utilize his um ability his and ability. this is where sideboarding that conversation becomes so much more effective right because <laughs> you could bring yeah. this pilot and then have three sideboards if you don't care you know like if you're running against a droids for him you're probably not going to flip cards who cares at that point you're just going to take them off the board
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah, I totally agree. I think he's definitely a very good pilot to keep track of uh, When whenever AMG actually fully brings out the sideboards for this. Um, he's definitely a very fun pilot to keep in mind for those different loadouts that make him that effective. Absolutely, yeah. So um, moving on to the next pilot that we have here, a big starfighter here in the X-Wing um his ability allows him to absorb either hit or crit result as long as he's in the firing arc uh within range 0 to 1 of the defender and he can absorb that damage onto his ship now for a lot of the newer players who don't understand the the possible um like combination for that particular ship uh our ability allows your 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 priority ship that you want to keep alive longer because he can absorb that damage um, and keep your ace alive, um, especially when it comes to absorbing crit results. Yes, that crit result can be detrimental to bigs because you could possibly pull like a direct hit possibly but at the other hand that would be even more detrimental to our more expensive ship that's on the board like lamey a luke skywalker that could have ordnance, or like a wedge Antilles, or maybe one of your larger uh large base ships that have a lot more points on it If uh, bigs is in that firing arc and in range he can help protect that particular ship by absorbing that um that damage on um, if you have the points um, in your list, whole upgrade is a definite must for bigs like Darklighter uh, just to keep them still cheap and keep them in the game longer, absorbing as much damage as possible. Um, if you happen to run this list with like selfless other ships um, that can spread out damage across the entire list, um, it is very, very difficult to take down because you, even though you're trying to concentrate on one particular ship to take it out of the game. Biggs helping split that damage, um, and selfless helping split out critical results as well. Um, to other ships can make it much more difficult to take down any one particular ship down because you are spreading that damage around, um, around all the different ships in the arc. So, yeah, so, uh, I don't know
0: what's zombie bigs,
1: uh. I'm not familiar with that one. I think to my guess, it would be um, a Biggs list. So Biggs, okay, I know, I know what I mean. So it goes down to like shooting according to your initiative, right? So if you have a, a lot of ships, let's say at initiative five, that are taking shots and Biggs is there, and let's say you only had a one, one hole left, if he's still in the arc, he doesn't get removed from the board until the end of that initiative step. So you can still shoot at a uh, at an enemy. Base can still absorb all that damage beyond his death until the end of that initiative. So he can end up possibly taking two or three or four more damage away from a ship because he remains on the board until that initiative step has done firing.
0: Oh, okay. I see. So yeah. it's So it's like Captain Phasma, essentially, from Epo. Yeah. They just keep... Passy one one off damn you killed Tavison. don't worry but we'll keep throwing it to him
1: yeah exactly yeah that's uh that's actually a, a really good way to use bigs i've actually forgot about that particular interaction thanks for reminding me uh but yeah he he can um he can definitely negate a lot of damage beyond his death it's it's really great <laughs> it's disgusting what happens
0: <laughs> so the next one i'm going to take this one a little bit for a second I disagree with your Protons on Wedge. Next one is Wedge. Wedge is an amazing ship. I 100% disagree with Proton Torpedoes, and I'm going to tell you why. Plasma Torpedoes are a million times better, and they're cheaper. They're, they're what, five points cheaper? And they do almost the exact same thing against a shielded ship.
1: That's true. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a pretty good point.
0: Yeah. Um, it, It's disgusting yeah. what they do because they take that shield first. So what wedge does, right, is so wedge allows you well, it allows you to perform an attack somebody loses one defense die. So you immediately get it. But yeah, so while protons are great, they give you the four dice no matter where what range you are. Plasmas give you the three dice, but they take a shield for free every time. It's not even okay. unless they don't have shields. And at that point if they don't have shields, either you're using wedge for the shooting wrong or they must have no ships with shields on.
1: I was thinking fang fighters when I was making this so that's why.
0: All right, fair enough.
1: <laughs> no, but you're right. I think um for the for in general, yeah, you're you're right. Plasma torpedoes are probably a better way to go with wedge because of that particular um that particular way that it deals damage. Now, I could, you could argue saying that the second shot on protons, if you're doing on the same target, is better than plasmas at that point because you have a higher potential of doing more damage than with a, 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 a with a proton torpedo. Um, or, I mean, to if you're really trying to go on a budget and still have a um, a torp on wedge, uh, advanced proton torpedoes another solid option for it. Although that's a really aggressive wedge that has to get into range one. And still take a target lock instead of a focus, which most times he's going to be priority number one for a lot of uh, a lot of people that are playing against your list. Um, so he does kind of want to have that ability uh, or that that token just in case. But um, if you're able to set this up in a way where you can get a target lock ahead of time, um, or at least a, a focus, um, or sorry, a target lock ahead of time, and then he can close the foils and take a focus boost to get into position. Could make them pretty effective, but I do agree. Plasmas uh, for the initial engagement probably much cheaper and much better on Wedge than uh, proton torpedoes. Yeah,
0: yeah, I, I get I get why people run protons on them. I don't. Again, I've done it before. Uh, I don't disagree. Um, it, I'll be sad facing droids facing droids either which way with with Wedge. Wedge just eats droids alive. Um, yeah, but. I I really I genuinely like um plasmas better on wedge and I and we've been running that on locals a lot more and it's just it, that extra 5 points is so helpful you know yeah. um it really is
1: yeah, for a budget wedge yeah that's that's something a lot more helpful definitely um and then for the uh the people who don't know wedge his ability allows him to while he performs an attack and that's general it could be either primary or secondary with torps um the defender rolls one fear defense die um and that takes into account if there's any um any obstructions that may add dice um, after the fact um, you could be shooting at a, um, on a zero agility type ship that could get an obstruction bonus, uh, which basically negates any type of extra dice that you might get for that. You always roll one fewer dice, no matter um, no matter what. So that's a, a really, really good ability, especially at range three, to help put in damage or at range one when he's um, putting in a lot more, uh, when he's rolling that additional dice on his primary um it can really be make it a bad day for your your own ship if you're getting shot by wedge so yeah, yeah he's a very very strong ace
0: yep and and I would as I would encourage newer players not to run wedge to begin with like yes it's fun to roll a lot of dice and it's fun to make your opponent not roll a green die but I'm telling you if you do it wrong wedge pops period he's just he's done he's gone See you. Have a nice time. um, And that's, to me, the bigger issue is, like, in this scenario, if, if you're, again, you don't have to be a great player, but just, you know, somebody brand new to the game, I, I don't ever give them wedge. That's just asking for a bad time. And, and it was funny because we had some new guys that came to one of the other locals I go to uh once a month we get together and these guys were coming this dude was running han and wedge together right and if his wedge made a bad maneuver boom it's gone see ya it's just sorry charles as charles the same thing i had those six interceptors wedge came in got in range one couldn't delete an interceptor uh the and guess what six of them deleted wedge almost in one turn so
1: yeah definitely yeah he he definitely has it takes a lot a lot of practice um to become a very good wedge player in the x-wing in particular that i'm going to mention um wedge is definitely one of my main uh my main pilots that i use for the rebellion um particularly the x-wing uh x-wing wedge because um i do like his ability at initiative six he can really soften a target Um, For the rest of your list to go and engage, but you do have to learn how to fly him Um, because his ability is such a threat your opponent will almost always go after him to try to delete him because he is your hammer for your list. Um, At his points, even if you run in basic with predator, he's going to be more than a quarter of your list and he has the potential to be the to do the most amount of damage in your list. So if you're a new player that's trying to run Wedge um, to to like, try him out for a little bit, um, he's definitely not going to be a jouster. You don't want him to joust um, like four or five ships at the same time because more likely than not, he's going to die quickly. Um, although it does have six health and two agility, it's, it, it's not going to last very long against multiple shots. Um, so it, practice. If you're going to try to use him as a main, definitely practice him a lot. Um, It takes a lot of practice to know when to come in and engage and when to run away, to to recharge whenever you need to. So,
0: So just as a FYI, JJ, because we we're an hour and a half in, because you you love rebels, you never play rebels and you (laughs) love them. We're gonna have to make this a three part series, so we're gonna cover Luke here, and then we will we're gonna wrap it up. um, And then I guess next week we will cover the last few um, that we didn't do. Yeah. and then we'll we'll pick some other um another faction to go in so we'll probably do separatists next maybe yeah absolutely
1: all right so the last one here that we have is luke skywalker probably the most iconic pilot in the rebellion uh across non regular players and regular players and people who do just barely know star wars they probably know the name luke skywalker um he is an initiative five x-wing pilot his ability reads when you become the defender before dice is rolled, you may rec- or you may recover one force um, for for him to use. Um, makes him a really really defensive ship, um, and it and you can actually use that to your advantage all the time. Uh, you can use his force ability on offense, and then when he becomes a defender, he has that passive mod um, from the force to use on defense. Um, And it happens every single time that he defends. So he has the ability to really stay in the game for a long time while still using his force on offense all the time. Um, A really basic build, if you're not caring about points, is instinctive aim and proton torpedoes. While it is better to use proton torpedoes with a target lock, instinctive aim allows you to use that, um, that four dice attack at range three. Uh, which can be really, really powerful even if you're just using a focus, Um, and you can put in some damage at range 3. You can also possibly use this with a Plasma Torpedo, just like Wedge, Um, but if you're running uh, another ship or other ships with uh, the same initiative at Initiative 5 or Initiative 6, um, using this as a as the last attack in your list can be really really strong against other enemy ships, particularly with low agility. And uh, Luke can do some serious damage there.
0: Yeah, and I think in my I, I, I don't have a preference for the build for Luke. I like Luke though. Like if, if 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 and for a beginner, I have I will have people run Luke for the pure fact that it, it helps you understand that force um capability right and then on top of being able to understand the force capability it allows you to um be able to always have force at least one force spot almost all the time you use it on offense if they shoot you you get it back on defense before you even have to know you need it so um luke is one of the starter ones that i almost always will give to people and it, it it's an easy ship to run and people love it So,
1: yeah absolutely he's definitely a very beginner friendly type ship um, because of that ability and it he's very forgiving in terms of how you fly him because yeah you can make a mistake and maybe put him in a spot where he may take a few shots but because of his ability he can stay defensive and still stay in the game so for a newer player um having that ability um like kind of almost bail you out almost every time um to whenever you need it um i think it's very beginner friendly for newer players absolutely
0: yeah and i i yeah i just yeah i like luke i think that he was always one you know when i bought my starter pack and i had to play you know like rebels a little bit here and there i had him right along there and that was something i i always did um so as we wrap it up let's we're 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 gonna be streaming Thursday. So now that holidays are over, we will be back on Thursday. So we did stream on Wednesday. Uh, some picky pick pick me up jank tank games. Um, we're not gonna stream jank tank this week. Um, though our, I don't know, are you signing up JJ for jank tank two for uh, on the Fly Better podcast or no?
1: Yeah, I'm definitely gonna sign up for that. I'm gonna try to actually make that um that particular tournament. I was in the first one. Um, That was a lot of fun, and that's something that I want to do again.
0: So, yeah. All right. I'm hoping we'll be able to get to stream some of those games. So I'm hoping they put it together, and, and they're going to let us stream because when that does happen in January, I think it's January is when they're going to do it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm hoping that they will. They will do that. I, I hey Nabi, I don't know. I, will we sign up for it? You haven't sent us any of the information. Yeah, sign us up, man. Like, sure, I'll sign up for anything, but you gotta you gotta send information. <laughs> you didn't have it out last week when we talked, so three man teams. Yeah. So there you go. We we can do that again. And if, if Charles doesn't want to participate, then we got JJ to fill in. Um <laughs> yeah, That's I'll good. say I'll tentatively say yes until you come back and say, Well, it's a two hundred dollar buy-in and we only play in Australian <laughs> time, so you have to do this at seven AM or you know, midnight, whichever floats your boat. <laughs> so yeah, so sure, Nabi, I'll say yes. That's fine. Um, nice. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, make sure it's not during LVO. I wouldn't. That's that. That's not that. That won't happen. Anything during LVO time or Adapticon time, uh, we're out on. So. um yeah. So that anyway. So this week, <laughs> what I was saying is for this week for streaming, we had an idea. Um, that we came up and if you aren't in our discord you should join our discord um we have a discord where we have stream challenge suggestions um tab and nobody ever used it until finally cory did um so this week we're going to <coughs> excuse me we might do this a couple of a couple of times um but we're gonna do what i want to do is kind of mix up and do um you can have four 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 health ships so you can have a three health ship that gets an upgrade to give it four health but you cannot have more than four health period it's just a four health standard ship right and you have to have three ships at minimum and no more than five so this works very well for a wings there you go in in fairness it, it does we damn it we're gonna be running a- running air wings um The other thing that we wanted to do is to try and get it so that you had the majority of the ships that you ran were matching ships. So if you could run five A-wings, you're going to be running. You could run four A-wings and like one miscellaneous, you know, ship. But the health has to be there. So the health is the highest standard saying you can only have health up to this amount and then anything over that you can't have. So you can't run Kyle Katarn. Sorry. (laughs)
1: <laughs> well i mean kyle could turn with uh with what angle deflectors that brings amounts to four
0: right <laughs> is that um oh, all right oh, damn it, God damn it.
1: <laughs> i hate you no oh, i think that we're just so i think we're just setting up the the navi versus charles you know fang fighters versus a wings list i think that's just gonna happen
0: it has to happen so it's, yeah. the max health you can have is four period damn it damn Dang it! Why did how? <laughs> you cannot run six A wing. You can only run five ships. Total health is twenty, and total ships is five. Five ships max. Twenty health max. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. What? I definitely think we'll see the uh a few angle deflectors out there. I'm I'm pretty sure. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I'm not saying it's not easy. I, I don't disagree with you, Nobby. But that was the idea, was like because last week we talked about four attack shuttles. Those fit, yeah. Not that they're going to do good, but and A wings are funner to find than an attack shuttle. Oh yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. You never know. So, all right. Anybody have you have anything else, JJ? You want to mention before we we sign off?
1: No, nope, that's it. Thanks, everybody, for joining us tonight. It was uh, fun going down through this uh, this rubble Breakdown, and we'll see you guys next week for the last few remaining ships, including your favorite, the YT-2400. I hate that ship.
0: <laughs> they'll, they'll, I'm waiting for it to get put on the band list. It's going to happen, folks. Somebody's going to put it on the band list. All right. Well, anyway, thank you all for joining us. We'll be back next week, Sunday, 9 p.m. Eastern, for more X-Wing We're going to finish up our rebel content um before we move into separatist content uh which is always better because separatist is a better faction um and then um i don't know maybe we'll have some jank tank information i have no idea we'll have some other things and then we are running thursday night so if you want to sign up we have a stream sign up you can go ahead and sign up for and then um you can join us on thursdays if you want to play otherwise it'll be jj and me um doing our thing so uh we will have to message you afterwards charles has uh some life issues that have come up that, with his work and stuff so charles has um charles needs some time to work things out so we'll have to coordinate more more in, with charles but if you want to message me after the show i'll um i'll i'll work with you on that either which way if you want to sign up for the stream uh join us thursday night 7 30 that's when we go right p.m. Eastern. All right. Have a good night, everyone, and we'll see you next week. See ya.